1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and the expert on all matters real estate is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Hello, Asif.
2: Hi, Tina. Hi, listeners.
1: Um, I wanted to talk um, specifically today, if we can start this off, with property values. You know what? They've gone up, not only in Toronto proper, but right here in York Region. Don't you agree? You've seen that too, right?
2: I agree. I mean, you know, being a Markham boy and, uh, you know, seeing what the property values were. I mean, my parents bought a house in 1979 in Markham for $69,000. And right now that house, uh, a similar house, just sold for about $800,000. And so, you know, you're looking at a short, a relatively short time period where values have increased so much.
1: But what does that mean, really? Because you know what? Yes, yeah, so I'm sitting on a property. I'm living in a property that is worth a lot more than what I paid for it. But what is what is the value to me now? Because I'm still living here. I still have to pay all the expenses. What what does it do for me at this stage of my life?
2: Well, the value, even if you bought in the last two or three years, Tina, like the, the values have gone up so much that you've built up equity in your property. Now, you could just be happy with having the equity in your property or you can use the equity to start making you some money and how do you do that well a lot of our a lot of our clients that are very savvy have uh, you know taken a home equity line of credit and they've purchased other properties with that so now they've got you know the hidden money if you want to call it that as equity in their home working for them so you know the way we explain it is if you have three hundred thousand dollars of equity in your home, you can borrow maybe a hundred thousand of that or so from a line of credit and you could put it down as a down payment on another property that you're purchasing and you could rent that property out and you know maybe your kids want to live in that property uh you know the bank of mom and dad has become very popular lately because Mm -hmm. the you know parents are lending money to their children to be able to have their own homes
1: so do I do I put that second property in my name, in my kids' names? How do I manage that? And then how do I make sure that I'm not taxed down the road? Isn't there some sort of capital gains tax that I'm going to be faced with later de- later on?
2: There is. And, and you know, an accountant uh, and a lawyer would be able to best answer those questions, but it depends on what your end goal is. And, you know, you're going to be taxed on capital gains when you sell it, but if you're using it as an investor to... Uh, rented out and you know have income coming in from there the basic goal is uh, as an investor what you want to do i think everyone's played the game monopoly right mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. you want to buy these properties and you want to rent them out and you know you want people to land on them because that's how you're going to be making your money and at the same time there is a strong demand for rentals in in the region and around the region and rentals in terms of um, detached homes or
1: condos what are we looking at
2: both detached homes are a huge draw right now because if you look at affordability in and around, say even the Markham and Richmond Hill areas, you know not a lot of families can can move in and afford the eight hundred or nine hundred thousand dollar detached home. But you know they may only be there for three or four years and and they're happy to rent. So there's huge demand with that as well. It it just depends on what you want to do and how you want to be an investor and how you want to get in the game and and what your end goal is. We have investors that are doing this as income replacement, So, you know, in 15 years, they want to have $100,000 in income from their investment properties so that they can leave their jobs. So it just depends on uh, what you want to do with your equity in your home.
1: So you're saying that it's it's not too late to jump into the, the housing market. You can still do it.
2: For sure. And, you know, everyone can get into the housing market. It just depends on where you want to go. If everyone wants to live in the heart of Unionville, then, you know, not everyone can because of affordability. But what you see is, uh, you know, I've used this example before where you have people that want to live uh, in the city, but, you know, they they can't afford it, so they'll commute. So they'll they'll move out to Keswick. They'll, They'll move out to new market and they'll commute in because that that's where it's affordable for them to go so you know there you just have to find the right place you know the place that's right for you that's affordable for you and uh, we'll be able to get you in
1: okay we're going to continue the conversation about investment properties when we come back if you're in the market for a cottage expert advice is coming up stay with us
0: have a real estate question? Call us at
1: 416-335-1059, tweet us at 1059 the region, or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to On the Market on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show right here on 1059 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez and my
2: co-host Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Thank you Tina. Joining us now is sales rep Heather Scott to tackle the always hot topic of cottages and investment properties. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hi, thank you so much. Heather, there's uh there's there's a lot of people that, you know, in the past when our dollar's been very strong, they've they've invested in the US or, you know, on the islands down south and what we've seen over the last year or so is they're they're keeping their money in Ontario and, and coming up to Muskoka, and, and we're even seeing a lot of Americans, because of the strong American dollar right now, putting their money in Muskoka, and I was, I was hoping you could uh, tell us a little bit more about what you're seeing up in Muskoka.
3: Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, for starters, Muskoka has always had a strong uh, summer American population, um, and those have come and gone with the dollar. This year, we're seeing them back again, very strong, reinvesting in Muskoka. Uh, not only are they reinvesting in buying new property, but they're also investing, um, putting money into their properties, which is is great for, for all of Muskoka. And we're, we're seeing new buyers. We're also seeing a lot more from the GTA coming up to invest in Muskoka, both on the water properties and residential off-water properties.
1: So for those of us who don't know, how far is Muskoka from York Region?
3: Uh, from York Region, you're average two hours and directly what is, north.
1: And what is the average cost of um, a cottage up in Muskoka?
3: The, a- the average cost is approximately $650,000, um, but that's the average. The swing is very great from, from low to high. You can get into the cottage market from around $300,000 to $500,000. Um, but then you can go as high
1: as ten to fifteen million dollars. Okay, so let's start at the low end: <laughs> uh, three hundred yeah. to five hundred thousand. What would that get a consumer? If I'm out there looking for a cottage, that is my budget. What would that get me?
3: Five hundred thousand might get you something on a uh, a, a small lake, but still a good boating lake. Um, It might get you something that is winterized, uh, but most likely it will be a seasonal cottage, um, a seasonal cottage that could be winterized. On road access, uh, if you go to a water access property, you'll see uh, a step up in the type of building um, that you can buy. It'll probably have a little bit nicer finishes, be a little bit newer, uh, but then you have the associated costs of owning an island property, such as... uh, a marina landing or or docking spot but you can get a nice three bedroom one bathroom a decent waterfront uh family friendly type of property uh in a in a a relatively good location
2: now, as as an investor, Heather, what's the rental market like, and and is it seasonal rentals? Do you, I know there is a lot of little lakes right around there that have properties for two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What would be the scope for, say, an investor that wanted to purchase one of these and and rent it out either for the summer or year round?
3: Uh, on average, you will see in the high months, June, July, and August, uh, two to three thousand dollars per week. September and October, you'll maybe get into, you know, around seventeen to $1,900 a week. And then hit and miss what you will get in the winter months, uh, depending on the type of, of structure that you have. But I would not count on winter rentals.
2: Okay, so more seasonal, probably starting yeah. March or so and, and all the way through to, say, October, November.
3: That's right. You might get a week or two at Christmas and New Year's and March break, maybe Easter weekend. But the the other weeks, you're going to struggle to fill, so I wouldn't be banking on that. But count on June, July, and August to be your strong months.
2: That's awesome. Now, as far as proximity to towns and hospitals and shopping, uh, what does that look like in, in areas most where we can get... Of,
3: most of those will be... Um, we always joke everything's within about a 20 minute radius um, in one direction or the other. Sometimes that means it's it's 15 minutes or it's 30, 35 minutes, but it all feels about 20 minutes away from from you know convenience of maybe a grocery store or or a hospital or or you know whatever amenities you'd you'd like.
1: And what is, um, what is the supply like? Um, are there a lot of cottages on the market right now? Um, and what kind of price range are we looking at?
3: Uh, inventory is, is relatively low for the, the entry-level cottages. Um, there, there are never too many of those, and when they do come up, they move quickly. So when you're looking at price point, you have to be prepared to put in a little bit of grease that have a little bit of imagination and to move quickly to secure it. Um, the high-end inventory there is—that's where the abundance is right now, over three million dollars. Um, there's quite a bit of selection in that price range, but the starting point and the middle point that would be about eight hundred thousand to one point five. Uh, not much inventory, and again, when they come up, they move fast.
2: Perfect. And, uh, you know, one more question. I, I know you said that winter is tougher, but there's you guys have so much around you in terms of ski hills and lakes, and, um, you know, that surely drives a lot of traffic up your way, even in the winter months, right?
3: It certainly does. Muskoka has always been very seasonal, and our all all of the local Chamber of Commerces and all the local businesses have been working very hard to extend the season. We're definitely a three-season season and we are becoming a four season. Um, it, Muskoka is absolutely beautiful in the winter time. It's white, it's sparkling, and there's so many outdoor activities. It's a completely different um, environment. It's like a, another world.
1: Sounds dreamy. If you had some advice for someone who is thinking about investing in cottage country, what would be um, the best piece of advice you have for them?
3: Um, the, honestly, the best piece of advice is to get a local realtor who, you know, was born and raised in the area and knows these you know, these areas are very specific. Uh, a condo can be a condo in a residential um, market in the, you know, a subdivision of the city where you have all relatively similar house plans. there are no two properties alike in Muskoka. So having someone with lo- local knowledge will really save you in the end.
1: That sounds Excellent. like a great piece of
2: advice. Thank you so much.
3: It is a longer process to buy.
2: True. Yeah, a lo- lot more inspections and, and more into yeah. it as well. Thank you very much. That was great information. And, uh, you know, we look forward to sending some of our investor clients up there to explore Muskoka.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me anytime. Thanks again, Heather. When we come back, we check in on the market the Niagara Way. Stay with us.
0: Have a real estate question? Call us at 416 335 1059.
1: Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059TheRegion.com. You're listening to On the Market on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties, and our focus is real
2: estate. Thank you, Tina. Joining us now is Jerry Hendricks, Team Leader with uh, REMAX in Niagara Falls. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us.
0: You're very welcome. Pleasure to be here.
2: Jerry, we're seeing a lot of investors from York Region focusing their interests on the Niagara Region over the last... Year or so. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're seeing in Niagara? Absolutely.
0: Well, for so long, the entire Niagara region and Niagara Falls in particular, we covered the entire Niagara region. Um, it's been known as you know a tourist area, and we've really come uh, you know on the map as more of a fantastic place to live, to work, and to invest in. Our average sale price being three hundred seventy-five thousand, floating around that number currently. Uh, it's a great price point for for investors. Wow.
1: That sounds amazing. But, you know, Jerry, when we think of Niagara, we think of Niagara Falls, we think of Niagara-on-the-Lake and how pretty it is. But is that what you're talking about? Is that the area where we're focusing on?
0: Well, not so much for Niagara-on-the-Lake for investment purposes. Certainly, it's a beautiful, fantastic place to live uh, down in Old Town, Niagara-on-Lake there. Not so much on the investment uh, front, though. Niagara Falls, yes, you do have the tourist areas, but we're referring more side, more so to outside of the, you know, that deep downtown um, tourist area to where people are actually just really just
2: living. Even St. Catharines and, and Grimsby, I mean, they seem to just be building a ton of houses in that area and and there's a lot of people moving in.
0: Yeah, St. Catharines is uh, the largest city within the Niagara region. Uh, we are pretty much landlocked, so we have a very limited supply of new homes that can be built. You'll see the more uh, more development on the outskirts of Niagara Falls. It's where a lot of development's happening. And a lot of investors do come in and purchase new homes. But certainly, resale market is is very strong in our area. And uh, I know there's been a little bit of a lapsed uh, change in the market in the GTA. We felt uh, our market value prices uh, soften a little bit. Absolutely, the long-term uh, forecast for Niagara is, is exceptional.
1: So when you're talking about that $300,000-plus um, price point, where are we talking specifically, and what kind of home? Is it a two- or three-bedroom? What is it?
0: Okay, I'll give you an example. An uh, average home, say, would be in the north end of St. Catharines. North for us is a little bit different than yourselves. North of The lake being south for you, it's north for us. So the north end St. Catharines, between the QEW and the lake, you would get 375 You could potentially be looking at a three-bedroom brick bungalow, potentially a single-car garage, uh, a little bit of finished uh, rec room, and probably built in the 1960s or so.
1: So is this an investment property? Is this because I'm going to invest in this area, Um, Brock University is nearby, there's other post-secondary institutions in the area. Is this, you know, I know I'm going to get student rental housing every single year. Is it a solid investment or are you seeing that there are people moving outside of um, York region and the GTA and into Niagara? What are you noticing?
0: Well, the uh, Brock Student Homes, as we call them, or Niagara College Student Homes, that's a different type of investment. So the north end home is, is uh, would be generally renting to an, a family, potentially having an in-law suite or um, you know an improved approved uh, rental unit in in the basement. The Brock Student Homes would be located in the south end of Saint Catharines and into Thorold, and that's a great investment property from a little bit more of a cash flow standpoint. So that's going to be more of a revenue generator type of property, whereas the north end is more of like a, a buy and hold for long-term appreciation.
2: Now, these houses for the $300,000 and change, Jerry, what would be a, a typical rental value that someone could count on uh, for a property like that? And and how is the rental market in the St. Catharines area?
0: The, the rental market here is quite strong for good quality rental properties, certainly um, you know, I'm not a believer, I did it in the past, I did buy a number of investment properties, probably about 10, 15 properties back in the 1990s. And at that time, I bought, you know, the cheapest house on the block. And I, I suggest to investors to learn by my mistakes at that particular time and buy better quality, invest in better quality, you buy a better quality home, you're generally gonna get a better quality tenant and a strong, consistent uh, rental income. So when you talk about the three, $400,000 price range, you're going to be looking at rents anywhere from the six sixteen hundred to two thousand dollar month mark plus uh, plus bills.
2: Wow, that's actually a, a really good return.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People are seeing it. They're, they're like I say, Niagara Region is now on the map for its affordability. Uh, people from the GTA and, and such they are have grown uh, equity in their homes, and this is a perfect opportunity to use that equity uh, to benefit them and grow their portfolio of real estate.
2: Now, Port Dalhousie seems to be a hot area for even some of the Americans from uh, upstate New York to come up and and spend, you know, a Saturday or a Sunday. Do you find a lot of the Americans are coming up and purchasing properties because of strength of their dollar?
0: Uh, we don't get, a, we honestly don't get a lot of that. Uh, they may come here to visit, mm-hmm. but we don't get a lot of the in, in American investors purchasing in our area. Mm-hmm. Most of it it comes from within the Niagara region. Uh, the young people, the people that have built up equity in their homes as well here, and uh, people from the GTA and surrounding uh, areas and cities. We don't get a lot of, they may come up to visit, but not so much as uh, buying uh, investment properties here.
1: So do you find that a lot of people are staying? They're not leaving um, the Niagara region to, you know, to hit the big smoke and, and beyond?
0: Do you mean people that have gone lived here and gone to school here and yeah, such?
1: Yeah, yeah, Exactly.
0: We certainly do see some of that, um, but I think we do have um, our average age, I will be honest, it's a little bit older than uh, other communities and such. This is a great retirement area as well, so we get a lot of people, you know, I say cashier chips, and in Toronto, and um, they're moving down here, so they're they're trading in their uh, 1.6 million dollar home in Toronto, and they're buying a beautiful home here for five or six hundred thousand. They're putting eight hundred to million dollars in their pocket, and and they're funding their retirement through moving to Niagara.
1: And they're able, you know, the support network is also there in the region. Is that what you're telling us that um, you know there health healthcare services, et cetera, That I'm going to need as I age?
0: Absolutely, we have a brand new hospital that just came. Uh, up and running in the past uh, few years, in, right in Central St. Catharines, with its, uh, you know, it's a full hospital plus attached with it is a cancer care center. So, unfortunately, if you're in that position where you need those services, they are readily available as well.
2: That's great, and and the big thing is with these houses uh, in in the St. Catharines and surrounding area, you're getting a lot of land, which, you know, as as you say, the people that are moving out from the the big city and coming down there. That's something that they're not used to. They're used to, you know, 30 by 89 feet lots. And, and you know, what's a typical lot size there about, you know, yeah. I mean, lot sizes are huge. I have to, I
0: have to say, I, I laugh a little bit because to us, a little tiny lot could be 60 by 125. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, all relative to what you're used to, I guess. So, you know, uh, a typical, when I mentioned that uh, north end property on a, a bungalow, you're going to be generally looking at about a 60 by 120, 125 foot lot. Um, there's country properties available as well out there. Not so much, tends, they don't tend to be for investors. Um, they're like the rural properties. They're more generally, like I say, we're either dealing with um, that that detached home or the uh, Brock home or the Niagara College home. Not so much country properties, but we do have nice-sized lots. And, and people, uh, when you're coming from the GTA and you've you lived on the postage-sized uh, uh, lot, um, they really enjoy that here.
1: What we see here as well is that um, you know people will purchase a home, knock it down, and and build. Uh, does that happen there as well?
0: Not really. Actually, it it, it seldom happens in our area. I I, just, I don't know. We're just not at that level of a uh, pricing ac- uh, acceleration at this point. Um, it just in our area it doesn't really generally make sense uh, to do that. It happens once in a while, but it's certainly not on a regular basis.
1: So if you were to describe that typical client right now, um, what does uh, he or she, you know, look like and 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 looking for rather?
0: Do you mean it's from an investor standpoint or just a, a person looking to move and live in the home?
1: Whoever here? is t- at the top of your list right now. I'm not sure if that's the investor or a buyer who wants to be there and live there.
0: I guess it's, it's probably split equally between people that live and love Niagara region, and we're born and raised here, and just move within. Their families are growing. Their families are getting smaller. Uh, they're retiring within our community. That's that's a big segment of our of our, our um, demographic for for our uh, buyers and sellers and movers. Um, again, the next component is your investor, and the third component is the people looking to retire down this way.
2: That's awesome. Now, and to wrap up, what do you see? As the future of St. Catharines real estate, you know, what do you see in terms of what have you seen in the last couple of years in appreciation, and maybe the next five years? You know, as an investor, if they were to to come in, where do you see property values going in the next five years?
0: Actually, to believe, I I see unlimited potential here, unlimited possibilities. Um, I'm a believer, in, and I put my you know put it forward because I do own a number of investment properties. Uh, throughout the Niagara region. So I'm a big believer. I put my money where my mouth is and I've invested, I'm, you know, partial full investor in about, you know, seven properties currently. And, um, you know, it's great potential. This is a growing area. People love Niagara region. It's a great place to live, work, play, retire. You know what I mean? Where can you be in, in the central area of the largest city in, in the region? And within two to five minutes, you're you're in the country. You're in vineyards. You're in... Um, you know um, fruitlands basically right so and you're be- right between the lakes you're you're 10 minutes to the border to the united states and you're 15 minutes 20 minutes either way to uh, either lake ontario or lake erie it's a fantastic uh, place to to be an in.
1: sounds amazing thanks jerry we're sold that was uh, jerry hendricks team <laughs> leader with remax in niagara jerry thanks a lot for joining us
0: thank you jerry my pleasure thanks for having me on
1: so, us. If we just have a few minutes to take a question from one of our listeners, Nick from Kleinberg has an investment question. His kids are still young, he tells us, but with York University moving into the Markham area, he's wondering if he should be looking at investing in that area, either for his own children or as a
2: landlord. What do you think? Great question, Nick. Thank you. And uh, you know what? It, it's always a great idea to invest around, uh, you know, school areas. Basically, what we're trying to tell people is, you know, you're investing in RESPs for your children, right? You're spending $300, $400 a month. If you're purchasing an investment property and, and say you're covering the property taxes, which is going to be the same as the three or 400000 now when your kids grow up and they want to go to university, they have, uh, you know, uh, equity in the home that they can borrow from. They can either move into the home, they can sell the home, they have a lot more options and so it's always a smart investment especially with York University coming up in Markham we're going to see a lot of demand move to that area from investors, uh, you know they're already buying a lot of the condos in the area. They're buying some of the homes in the area, and they're going to be holding on. I mean, York University is two years away or so, so it's not that long. And if you wait, if you see what's happened around, you know, uh, you know Western University or Brock University right now, or even if you're, you know, looking at uh, around Ottawa. A lot of those properties have gone up tremendously in value just because of the demand when you're that close to a school. So, great question, Nick. And yes, you should be buying in and around the uh, York University area in Markham.
1: So, just to go back to your, um, your analogy about those education funds and bonds that we get for our kids, you know, um, when should we be making this type of investment? Is it, you know, when is it
2: too early or are we too late? first thing you want to do is we want to look at your financial situation to make sure that you're not putting yourself uh, in, in any jeopardy by jumping into investment properties, but you should be jumping into a property as soon as you can afford it. Because what you want to do is take advantage of the number of years because that's when you're growing your equity. That's when you're building your uh, portfolio. And so, yeah, that as soon as you can, that, that's the best time.
1: Always good advice, Asif. We'll catch up again next week. That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059theregion or email us at info at 1059theregion.com.